Blog Talk Radio. fight you, I fight myself, I fight God to tell me how many burdens left, I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept, I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorstep, life's a living hell, puddles of blood in the street, shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief, earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks, the poor run with smoke lungs and scar face, who need a hero, hero. you need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero, who on the front lines, the ground zero, hero. my heart don't skip a beat, even when hard times bumps the needle, mass destruction and mass corruption, the soul suffering men, clutching on deaf ears again, rapture's coming, it's all prophecy, and if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good, then that's what it gotta be. Oppressed people, African power to an African people, and black power. It's your chairman and host, Yang and Kuma, People's Black Panther Party, coming to you again today on another Sunday. And like always, man, I appreciate everybody taking the time out, spending this time with us. This is not just our platform, this is your platform. This is an opportunity and a chance for you to share with us your thoughts and opinions about what's going on with today's topics and everything from political, social, economic, culture. You know how we rap as a people. Like I said, it's the People's Party platform, so is the people rapping about it. Um, man, I wanted to talk about this Harriet Tubman movie, and I couldn't think about I haven't seen it, so this is why I want to talk about it. I want to talk about before I see it, get people's takes, views, and opinions, and I'm glad to have on, uh, aiding me in this process, our National Director of Operations, uh, Sister Seven, who... You know, I couldn't think it's so apropos that she be on here, that this is good that she be on here because she actually used to do, and I don't know if is planning to do again or still currently doing, uh, the Harriet Tubman reenactment. So I definitely want to get her take and opinion on the whole movie and get the general audience take and feel on the whole Harriet Tubman movie. Me starting it off, I haven't seen it, so I can't critique it's uh, historical accuracy. I don't know about any of that. I, but what I can say when I look at the sponsors and the people who, uh, you know, made it, 
what I can say is this. I'm always amazed at my people's shock at the whatever deficiencies they find in any project they allow other people to do about them. I don't care what it is. Why are we always shocked? You know, I don't know if we think black skin is this super magic understanding between us or that we all have the same common views, desires, or whatever. We did this with President Obama. Black man came in office. Everybody, I don't know if they thought it was Christmas time in July type thing going on. And lo and behold, what did you find? A black man who subscribed to the, you know, systems of America. That was the only way he was going to be able to run for president. I, You know, I tell people the man didn't run on a revolutionary ticket, <laughs> you know. So it's the same thing with the with the movie. What I do hope or what I was hoping and am hoping, I have seen us pull out what I pull off, what I feel like was a good historical portrayal of a character um, in, 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 in uh, cinema controlled by us with Spike Lee's depiction of Malcolm X. And I knew people that even had seen the movie Malcolm X was like, man, you know, wow. So I was like, well, you know, maybe it could, I mean, I know we don't personally know anybody could say, yeah, I was right there with Mother Tubman. And that's just like Mother, you know, but at least it would stir in us uh, at the risk of sounding spooky to my very scientific people out there. I like to call it the ancestors, but you may just call it a nerve or something like that. Stir in us some type of, yeah, you know, some relatability or at least some warning, some, um, uh, if not just relatability, at least a relatability, but at best what I was hoping for, some inspiration and some honor, some pride. NDOS, what do, what, what do you think, Seven, about the movie, the whole Harriet thing, about them making a movie about it uh, and about some of the things you've been hearing, if you've heard anything at all? Um, well, I want to... Uh... Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, Mother Harriet Tubman is a very special um, energy for me. Uh, I did do a number of, uh, I don't want to say reenactments, but they were um, poetic and artistic. Um, but doing it, I did it in a full costume, shotgun and all. And that energy has resonated with me and has been a part of my dynamic. And when I was in costume and when I was depicting um, Mother Harriet, I um, I did so in an educational way. So I was uh, speaking and touring at a number of um, schools and private schools. And down in Macon, Georgia, they have a Tubman Museum. And I did some extensive work with them and creating, helping to create their online learning. And um, March 10th is Harriet Tubman Day in Macon, Georgia. So, um, and I, I was very pleased to be just a part of that awakening and awareness. So, um, yeah, it's important. You know, um, one thing that I hear that I understand is, Understanding that we were enslaved, understanding the atrocities is not a comfortable topic. It's not a comfortable situation 
we really, really suffered, and to see it is hard. And so when people say, I don't want to see another slave movie, I understand why. The discomforts will have you, it'll have you cringe, it'll have you losing sleep, it'll it'll make you mad, you know. I remember being a child and watching Roots. And I can, I, I mean, it, it almost haunted me, you know. Um, but it was a reality and an understanding that I needed within my DNA so that I could be aware of who and what I was still to this country. And well, I don't, uh, you know, some of the critiques I hear, let me say this. I, you know, some of the critiques I hear about the movie is not just it's another slave movie. What yeah. I'm hearing is just, it's like one of the things, one of the critiques I've heard out there is that it's not even a black African woman playing Mother Heather. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, another thing that I think people are really saying is that, and without spoiling it for people, I haven't seen it. So this is, what I'm saying is common knowledge, listening to people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just go anywhere uh, mm-hmm. and get this. But it, it, they're also saying that um, one of the main villains in the movie is black. You know what I'm saying? Now, like you were just pointing out, at a time when slavery was at its height, you know what I'm saying, to produce the likes of a Mother Moses, uh, Mother Moses, Mother Tubman, uh, you, you're going to make the main protagonist, you're going to make the villain of the daggone movie a black person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people are just pointing out these things, you know, mm-hmm. some subtle, some not so subtle. Right. And, you know, and then I... I mean, that was know, in Django. Um, one of the uh, very um, negative uh, characters was played by, um, I think it was Samuel, you know. Point, so, good point, um, good point, good point. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, unfortunately, that energy, I think, was real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you, you know, we always, <laughs> we talk about Quantel. We talk about agents in the movement. We talk about this and about that. Um that has been part of our reality where, unfortunately, even some of those that are on the inside or should be considered inside are not. And, and, and you know, I think that's, that's unfortunately a part of that history that has been there, which is why she carried the shotgun, you know? You, so. you, know, <laughs> you, you, you bring a good point. I wanted to touch on that. I'm sorry I'm just jumping in there like that, mm-hmm. which is a good point. And I get in a lot of discussions. I got a comrade. Uh, I get in discussions with all the time, and they're quick to point out the attraction. I'm not going to say quick. I feel like at times it's quick to, but re- very realistically point out the atrocities uh, 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 towards black people by black people. Yes. You know, we were just talking today about slavery, and they were pointing out, you know, how many of us participated not just in general slavery and didn't serve to, but in chattel slavery, some of the worst forms of slavery. Black people were, you know, spearheading and really profiting off of that type of form of brutality towards their own people. So is it, so you bring, I say all of that to say this, which is, a, you make a good point about the uncomfortability of certain movies. Do we point those out to be negative uh, stereotypes and negative aspects of the movie because it makes us uncomfortable with a very real part of our society, which is Sambo, sellouts, and Uncle Tom's? Or are some aspects in us that exist? Well, you know, you know um, if a snake bites you, okay, uh, 
and, and it poisons you, you're not all the way surprised because you knew that it was a snake and you knew it would bite you. But when you're hanging out with one of your friends and they turn around and bite you, you'd be like, what is your problem, you know? And so it's a little different when I, I think the, the betrayal, is a betrayal involved with it. It's not just a matter of, um, you know, oh, yeah, the same person did me dirty over and over. No, the, the betrayal is, you know, this is someone who I trusted. This is someone that was supposed to be on my side. This, this was that. And so um, it, it does matter a little bit more when that energy is present. And it, it sets off a really bad taste in everybody's mouth when you know that there are people in your community, you know, people that look like you, people that are standing on your side of the street, and they don't mean you no good. And, and, and so it, and it, it does, to me, it hurts more. To me, it does. Yeah. Uh, to me, I think it is an extra twist. I think it's that, you know, that mind fuck, you know, excuse the French, mm-hmm. but it is really, really oh, that thing that bothers most people because they're like, wait a minute, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare you suffer off of your family's mm-hmm. issues? But it's been there since the beginning of time. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, is yeah. that why, I, I, I mean, but, you know, could that be a possibility of why that character like that is uncomfortable in the movie? Like I'm, I'm trying to. What I'm trying to figure out uh, is, like you pointed out a good point. We had that character in Django, and they're saying, and I know this is one of the main things they're pointing out in the Harry Tubman movie, is that you know one of the the the, the villains, the head villain is a black dude. Why is that? You know what? In, in fact, I'm telling you, I know you haven't seen it, right? Have you seen it? Correct. Okay, and I haven't seen it. Listen, I'm calling somebody. If you have seen it, don't call in to spoil it, but if you can, you know, if you hip to the game, you know how to drop little teasers and stuff like that to help us get along in this conversation and figure out what we're going call in, man. Hit one, we'll recognize you and that. Uh, because, um, you know, I really, the director pointed a good, pointed out, director pointed out a great question. I mean, a, <clears throat> excuse me, not pointed out a great observation. Mm-hmm. That same type of character existed in Django. So yeah. what's the difference? You know, so if you've seen it, kind of explain how it ties in and fits in to what the real difference is in this. For me, I guess I would say just off the top of my head is where Django is fictional. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can play with it. You can go here. You can go there. The brother rode in on mm-hmm. a pony uh, with a purple, you know, a purple French cut suit. You feel me? So it's it's laughable. It's a mockery at the whole system. You know, behind the scenes, it still follows the structure of every black movie. To me, hero yeah. movie that's 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 sponsored by major motion picture, which yeah. is the black guy can be the hero this now, but it always has to be some white hope in there. So he yeah. had the white sidekick to add some comedic relief and all of that type stuff. You know, and, then, you um, know, and, and something that we we have to talk about too is that. You know, they're making um, these movies and they're constantly um, updating them. And when they're mm-hmm. updating them, they are changing and leaving. They're changing details and they're leaving out details. You know, mm-hmm. they're changing, you know, and we I think we spoke about this on the show before, and, you know, where they'll change it from slavery to indentured servant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They 
they changed the quality of clothes and the fact that they had shoes and, you know, they will change the um, lightening of the skin color when they find it appropriate and darkening of the skin color when they're trying to create a different kind of understanding. And mm-hmm. so when every time they remake this, they are really, for the next possibly 10 to 15 years, changing what, it, what slavery looked like. And they tend to be lightening it, uh, making it less of the atrocity that it is. And so it is, um, we have to be careful with that. We can't allow um, movies to change history or to change the historical facts to the point that we really think that maybe slavery wasn't that bad. It was like working a bunch of overtime. You know what I'm saying? We have to make sure that we're not allowing them to change our history slowly in our own psyche. You know what I'm saying? And and to really lessen the blow of it and lessen how, um, how horrible it was. So that's something that we have to be careful of every black history month, every time we have to make sure that they're not changing the story. And they usually are. There's an agenda to this, you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but, you know, uh, Mother Harriet been out. She's been mm-hmm. doing her thing. Mm-hmm. So now what mm-hmm. is this agenda and understanding and creating either different information or, you know, more information? You know, what is the purpose? And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I really do question anytime mainstream gives you anything. Well, you know, I- it, yeah, you, you know, and but one of the things, I agree with everything you said, too, uh, but I'll add to it. One of the things is I also believe is that, you know, yeah, history changed, and they're changing history, you know, and I think that that's, I think when you're dealing with people, I almost think that's inevitable. I think that we should almost adopt that philosophy. I think that the history should change. I think the Mother Harriet our understanding, not history, not the actual facts. When I say history, I'm not, actual facts can't change. But I'm talking about perspectives. I think that when we look at Mother Moses, you know, in certain times of our life, if, you know, we hold her on a pedestal to that degree, we should look at that fortitude. We should, from the whole perspective of fortitude and perseverance, from a state of fastness, from a willingness to, like she said, you know, freedom of death type thing, from a willingness to die or to kill for liberty, that type of spirit, you feel what I'm saying? Um, I think yeah. that the, the the image that they're putting out now is a capitalist image. We're in the age of Donald Trump, so we're, let's let's apply to the racial sentiment. Let's apply to that divide. Black people are looking for a hero, so let's give her this. Uh, like I see one, um, one of those people that watch the movies, man. Critics. Yeah, critics were saying that he had, looking from the trailer, he, it gave her a heroic vibe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so just from that type of thing, I could agree with him in what he was saying, and I can see why, because black people at this time are looking for some hero. So from a capitalist perspective, they're going to serve everything that the people are willing to pay to see, a feel-good movie, uh, a black woman. I mean, just all the elements are right for it to come off like that. But in order for us to preserve the our historical integrity of any character we have, we have to 
live that character. That ha- character has to become such a part of our cultural norm that when somebody tampers with it, it's almost like tampering when I say you couldn't go in there and exactly. do St. Luke like that. You couldn't exactly. go in there. I couldn't go in there and make a betrayal of St. Peter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not Man, the Catholic Church would shut down. Yeah. All yeah. That, you know? So we yeah. have to hold our people to the same, like, yo, you can't, that's yeah. Mother Moses, yo. Be yeah. very yeah. careful. Yeah. And you said, you said a uh, character. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting here like, um, this isn't even a character. I think well, Django yeah. was a character, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, you're and right. So it's correct. like, you know, we it, it that's what we under, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you're absolutely correct. You know, we can't allow for them to tell our story willy-nilly, you know. It has to be done correctly. And I don't know how it can be done correctly, Um in a capitalist type of way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I really don't mm-hmm. know because I understand they still need you to pay for that movie, no matter what. They still need you to buy that ticket. So they have to do something, and um, they have to do something to make sure that you're going to buy that ticket. So if that is I'm going to add a romance in the middle of it, you know, I will. If that means I'm going to do this, no matter what, there's still a level of um, I want to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? I want to make you buy this ticket. And so anytime that that is there, all of the work and all of the effort is not on telling a good, accurate story. It's in telling a good story. I'm sorry, I was on mute. You couldn't hear me. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Absolutely, you're right. You're right, and that's what it. And that's and and it goes back to what you were saying again, and which I was saying. And the only way to stop that is to really possess that, allow that to be an actual part of your heritage. To me, this is important. That's why I say it's important to you know um, to talk about these things, especially these movements when we're talking about movies that depict. Like you said, I said corrected on that, not a character, but a person in our life, in our history, in our involvement, in really our whole being here. You know, um, that's important. Listen, press one if you want to jump in this conversation. You're listening to the People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination Blog Talk Radio um, with uh, your chairman on, um, your national director of operations. But just spinning it off, we're talking about the Harriet Tubman movie uh, and just the whole, just everything from the movie and just how it really just plays out and affects and is a part of a cultural, social development and perception of Harriet Tubman. Listen, this is why this is crazy and um, important like that, because mm-hmm. in this day and time, too, social media and film and cinema and a lot of that does a lot more informing and teaching than we do at home and in our schools. So the image that's portrayed of Mother Moses is super important because I know people now that would debate you about Black Panther history based off the movie The Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, and sometimes I'm talking about the superhero Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they might not even yeah. know the difference. A lot of this yeah. is how uh, influential cinema and social media and video has become in, in, in our social development. You know what right. I'm saying? 
Mm-mm. And so people become scholars overnight. Go ahead. <laughs> that scholars overnight thing. Okay. Yes. But, you know, um, I have seen good movies done. You know, I remember the Ray Charles movie, and that movie was awesome. And the children were there, and they got to have input, see. I thought Jamie Foxx did an incredible job. They had an all-African-American cast, uh, all-African-American staff, all the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was an amazing movie. It shared into his life, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, at the same time, I'm sure there were uh, liberties taken. You know, I'm sure there were things that were promoted and, and spent more focus on than they may have been or may not have been. You know, the drama and, and the action that he had between the women and the wives in his life. All of that is important and plays a role in who Ray Charles is, but Ray Charles is not the the legend and the icon of Harriet Tubman. And so I think we have to, you know, you know, it, it's different when you're telling um, different stories. Right, right, exactly. And, so, and, and the so magnitude, yeah. Oh, yeah, Good. and then also the difference between men and women, mm-hmm. things that may have been acceptable for Ray Charles to do as a man may mm-hmm. not have been anywhere near acceptable as it was for uh, Mother Harriet as a woman. Well, and so when you're when you're telling these stories, all those things have to be taken into consideration. And, um, you know, who wrote this? You know, do we know who wrote this? Do we know who okay and signed off on this? You know, uh, one thing I do want to bring up, there was a controversy about uh, the actress being, I think she's British or, or something. Yeah, and, yeah. um now, I personally do not understand why that's a big deal, and I would love to be educated as to why that's a big deal. I know the difference between British actors and African-American actors, of course. Um, I know why they're using British actors a lot more. You know, the pay is different. Um, they have a different way of working, and um, they're really making an intentional effort to be part of the American movie section, which is, you know, African-American for us. But um, I don't necessarily know why we as a people had a problem with the actress being not African-American. I I would be more concerned with her, the way she looks, as opposed to her actual origin. Well, you can explain a little bit more for that. Yeah, I'll jump in that. As from a black nationalist perspective, yeah. Well, we talked about it earlier. We talked about the whole reason the movie uh, was made. From a capitalist perspective, everything you said makes sense. The the standard, because they're trying to break into mainstream Western, or main, uh, mainstream Western, especially American cinema, uh, the level of pay is different. From a capitalist perspective, absolutely. Uh, Mother Moses to us, especially from black nationalists, and those of us just black people in America don't even know why we feel this way. It's really, listen, let me tell you why you feel this way, people. It's called black nationalism. Don't be scared of it. Embrace it. It's wonderful. Um, (laughs) It is. It's great. Uh, But from that, so Mother Moses, so from us, a movie isn't just a movie. It isn't about the capitalism, about the money. It's uh, It's about the whole thing, the essence. So even in the portrayal of Mother Moses, 
people are feeling like, you know, at the for the spirit of our at Google, for the spirit of our ancestors, it should have been and uh, a, a woman of Black African here in America descent. Uh, you know, it should have been, and I agree with that. You know, and that's just from a whole metaphysical, spiritual level that we wouldn't even admit that we felt it at all. But that's why we feel some kind of way about it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even going to admit it. We just feel some kind of way. We're like, yo, she ain't even really one of us. See, we'll come together on some real nationalism on some, when it, <laughs> you know, when it comes to clicking against somebody. Oh, we'll come, oh, man, what? We, we will click. All of us feeling like that. Cats we only deal with on the train, man. You know what? Guess what? What? She ain't even one of us. I be want to ask who is one of us, but I don't want to ruin the vibe. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to ride with that. If this is what I'm getting with the people, I'm enjoying this. Man. Let's just vibe on it. Yeah, you yeah, like, yeah, we right on. When I was trying to get you to come to the event, when I was trying okay. to work with you and I was trying to do that, you were right. one of us. But now right. that there's a problem, we all together. We all right. together. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So that's what we got to, you know, those are one of the things. So I take that vibe. But that's coming from that perspective, I think that that's what people are saying on a deeper spiritual level. Like you were saying earlier, this is not just a character. This is a figure, a prominent figure in our history and our development and our outlook, our perspective. I mean, yo, so you're never going to do it right. I think that's, I, you know what, I applaud the oh, person who thought. Yeah. I think they looked at Spikes Malcolm was like, yo, if he could pull it off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Then, but you know, not understanding, I watched the behind the scenes on that and the whole thing, and they had you know representatives from the nation that constantly spiked you watching me, like, yo, we better. So, you notice in the scenes, like, even in Malcolm's assassination scene, it never directly pointed. You got the brothers loading the gun, then the, then the scene goes back. Check it out, people go back and, and, and check out the movie Malcolm. I love it, I've watched it a million times. The scene goes black, there is no picture, and you hear. Assalamu alaikum, brother. And then it goes on to the next scene. It never shows them saying that in the initial verb with loaded guns. And I mean, very discreetly, it's, you know, cinematography mastery and all that words they use in film school. Basically, it's good movie making. The dude was one. Yeah. So, but without, without, right. Without saying what you can't say. You can't mm-hmm. say that. You know what I'm No, saying? you can't say that. So, you can't say that. Now, was it was it was it historically accurate? No, there were a lot of things you're trying to say, and it was still a long movie. You got to understand, you're trying to <laughs> capture somebody's life in this two and a half, three hour span, especially somebody as dynamic as Malcolm and Mother Moses. You can't, so you try to capture these highlights, but then there's key moments, and you're trying to put them in. It's sort of like, um, you know, they had Malcolm. One of his famous sayings was uh, about integrated coffee being weak, which he gave that at a speech, I believe, at Oxford somewhere. was talking about integration, how weak is coffee. In the movie, he had it breaking it down to the brother in the coffee shop. See, brother, when you integrate. You know what I'm saying? So if you, so it wasn't historically correct. So, yeah, you're going to have some problems with the film. I think I go on, um, like I said, intentions of the film. You know, I have to see it to really see how I feel because, and, and to, in my conclusion, I had to be quiet and let you speak. Uh, like you were talking about that Ray Charles, another film I saw, yeah. I felt like I saw done good 
um, and not comparing this person anywhere on the status in my in my life of Mother Moses, but definitely a great hero in my life was that Ali by Will Smith. You know, and I'm from right. Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know how Will got that Kentucky accent. I had look, his was better than mine. I, you know what I'm saying? And I'm born there. I was like, Will was so hard. I was like, man. He must have went and just sat mm-hmm. on somebody's porch. I'm telling you. you know, <laughs> I'm telling you. And, no you know, and, and, again, I'm laughing. I love the energy uh, that the show was going on because we're, we're sitting here having a, a real open discussion about mm-hmm. our community, some of the challenges that are there, but also, you know, how do we get this information across? You know what I'm saying? And that that's something that we have to think about. Okay, there are parts about this that we like. There's parts about this that we don't like. But the question is, who's going to take the responsibility of educating the youth about Mother Harriet if we fight with this movie? See, we can't do both. We can't fight with the movie and then complain that we don't have enough African-American education. We we can't complain about the movie and, and, and the actress not being African-American when we're not we're not supporting African-American actresses over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not willing to pay for the tickets, you know, which allows them to justify paying for this actress to be here and that actress to be there. So, you know, my question kind of is, if we're not going to support movies like this, if we only want, you know, our feel-good movies to do that, then what are we doing about truly educating ourselves about these important icons on um, a day-to-day home-to-home level? Mm-hmm. 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 That's a, you know, that's a good, that's a good question, which is, uh, it's, you know, it's difficult for domesticated people to do. You almost have to change your whole way of living. You are really. I, I know you're laughing. That's Chief's word. If Chief's, Chief yeah. is listening out there, yo, that's a heavy word, man. But it's it's true. It couldn't be any more truer. So when you're talking about a domesticated people, you're talking about a people that are totally dependent on their master for everything, and that's even their social uh, uh, norms and culture. So we will... Um, you know, practice their holidays, their celebrations, even their sub-holidays, I call. Here's what I call a sub-holiday, Columbus Day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we have to, in the very beginning, I know it's going to sound silly, but the very thing to do to start at least being aware of colonialism or colonialist behavior and thinking uh, in your houses, instead of a Columbus Day, you know, do some that's a soldier. If Columbus was an explorer, do an African explorer. I do the dude that so you know, from my understanding, it was a black it was a brother that sailed the ship. The captain one of the ship, the Pinta, the Tenta the Sentinel. No, are those the right boats? Pinta right the no, the Mayflower, Pinta the Center, the Tempanenta. Something like that. You know what I'm talking about. Maria, the Satia. Some of those one of those boats, fourteen ninety two, was it nineteen forty two Ocean Soda I, don't get me started. I can't remember. Anywho, um, we have to, so that's the the first thing that I would, at least for those people that aren't really at the point of shaking off all of their, their, their colonialists or their colonizers' customs, 
If you're not that revolutionary yet, if you're still, oh, you know, I still have an affinity for this, you know, this thing called Thanksgiving or whatever, whatever, and still Mm -hmm. I think that you have to take that to being aware that their colonizer practices, which reinforce colonized thinking, um, Mm -hmm. then you have to do something to radicalize that awareness. If you're not ready to revolutionize it and give that up completely, then you have to, at the very least, radicalize it, you know what I'm saying, which is the first step. And so what I mean by radicalizing it is, you know, before your Thanksgiving dinner and your little prayers or whatever, so remember the, the, the Native people, you know, have pictures that remember, for the use a little more radical, step it up depending on your grief. For those of you that are a little more radical, Remember one of the chiefs, sitting bull, crazy horse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, what was that? Where uh, Custer, Custer's last stand, and just keep radicalizing from there till you leave it or replace it, like with Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad had given the people Jin Ahmed. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to Cleveland for being one of the first place bourbons Jin Ahmed with Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad. Uh, Rahimullah Taala, may Allah have mercy upon him. So with these, with, with this is what I'm saying. So we can go from radicalizing to revolutionizing, but don't just get um, stuck in it because when you get stuck in it, we go to having movies like this, whether you agree or disagree. I think we uh, like the movie or not like the movie. I think everybody would probably agree it is made from primarily with a capitalistic uh, interest being the primary reason for making it. I don't think for inspirational black resistance. I don't think for right. uh, a, a historic, accurate portrayal of, of Mother Moses, I think it was to put out there and to throw us up for black folks and get a few black dollars. Hell, Black Panther did it. You know? Yeah, it, and, <laughs> and and that's a, that's a reality. Yeah. Uh, we shocked America when everybody came and said, hey, I mean, yeah. I saw Black Panther about three, four times in the you movie theater. But but I'm a Marvel person. Exactly. I saw Thor twice. I saw, mm-hmm. you know, That's I used to see my, like my Marvel movies twice because mm-hmm. I watch superhero movies. I'm, right. I'm into Marvel. Mm-hmm. So um, the black one, I was like, oh, absolutely. What? And, and it was extremely well written, mm-hmm. um, well acted, beautifully colored. Um, I love everything about it. It so, was perfect. It was marketed correctly. You know, all of that. Let me tell yeah. you some people out there something. Coming from a revolutionary, and I'm just holding that thought for one second. I ain't going to get along with it. Coming from a revolutionary who understands propaganda, all of that hype, you understand that went behind that, what, what kind of stuff was manufactured and directed at us, and we bit into it. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. And now we've let the secret out. We will spend money mm-hmm. <laughs> on what we want to see. And of course, that's good. I mean, it's always been like that. But you know, I guess they show we showed that we'll spend money on more than just tennis shoes. Big dollar. And um, Big and dollar. so now they're like, well, how else can I get your dollar? And mm-hmm. all I'm saying is, you can get the dollar. Just show me something that's gonna be worth my while. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna mm-hmm. show a movie about Mother Harriet, let it be that movie. Let it be everything that a, a Harriet Tubman movie would be. Well, you know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, you'll get the money if mm-hmm. you're doing it right. We have to make sure that we're support, we're supporting um, programs, shows, artists, whoever, 
you know, you know, we have to really be intentional with how we're spending our dollar. And when we start to do that, then we'll get the quality of movies. We'll we'll get more than just enslaved um, African American movies. You know, we'll get the diversity in the movies. Um, so well, that we I don't think it's have, uh, have that. Excuse me. I, I don't think it's. I think that the. I think that they. Um, they have to get it. I hate to put the secret out there for Hollywood to get it. You know, it's almost like selling out. You know what I'm saying? But they have to get it. What it was about. We don't want. We didn't want with with Black Panther, for example. He wasn't a black superhero. You know what I'm saying? You know what a black superhero is? Black Lightning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gangbangers. Clean up the drugs, this and that. No, hell with that. We don't want no black superhero. Black Panther was a superhero that was black. He was what, the white superhero ashes. He had the big Avengers. He was stopping bombs and shit. He had a kingdom and an empire. You know what I'm saying? He was in political affairs. He had bad sisters that fought for him and kicked ass. He wouldn't know just no black superhero. He was a superhero that was black. That's what we're saying about Hollywood. Don't give us no black movie. If you're going to do the Harriet Tubman movie, do it like you would do any badass adventure movie. Give us a Sarah Connor. I'll be back. Sarah Connor's coming. Terminator 23 is out. Sarah, Terminator 50 is out. I see the trailer. Sarah Connor is back. You hear me? If that old ass white woman can come back and kick Terminator ass, I know Harry Tubman better be a top notch. That's all I'm saying. That's all. You no real talk. You feel me? That's all I'm saying. I Don't do, do that, Hollywood. Do. Don't do that. Don't do. If you gonna do it, do it right. right. Do it. If you're going to do it right, and, don't and give you, us and no. We'll pay for it. And we'll that's pay for all I'm saying. That's you'll, why we saying about. Don't worry about ticket sales. We spend money. You know what right. I'm saying? But you, no, I'm not going to spend money for you to do something crazy. I'm not no. going to let you do nothing crazy. I don't want to see. Listen, it's like this. And I know people out there, man, man I can't believe you saying that, Yanga. Yeah, because I don't look to Hollywood to be my teacher. I look yeah. to Hollywood to entertain yeah. me. So I'm telling yeah. Hollywood, you be entertained. See, I don't go to Hollywood to learn about Harriet Tubman. I'm saying this. If you're wow. mad about because Hollywood didn't teach you about Harriet Tubman, you need your ass whooped. Yeah. If Absolutely. you went to Hollywood and disappointed because you didn't learn about Mother yeah. Moses, yeah. you need, yeah. you, you yeah. please, God, please press one. I'm yeah. looking for, I'm spoiling for a fight. Press one. <laughs> you know, we, I go to Hollywood for just that. Entertainment. So I'm telling Hollywood this. If you're going to do it, do it right. I want the big budget. I want the, and that's where they jammed on people with Black Panther. It just wasn't a black superhero. It was a superhero. Black. It was big budget. You know what I'm saying? He Correct. did big things. It was targeted. Correct. Like you said, I go through superhero movies anyway. You know what I'm saying? The only reason they'd be like, oh, yeah. Black Panther, and, and, and we, you know, we, we bought, because we did carry Black Panther, but let me tell y'all a little secret, too. Over in white theaters, where they were scared to go with y'all, because y'all niggas was dressed like Wakanda, and said, them white folks <laughs> were like, hell, no, hey, we're going to see Black Panther somewhere else. They was like, and they Wakanda. did. And they did. That's and what I'm telling did. y'all. They still went and saw it. I hope y'all right. still know. Marvel fans are Marvel fans. Marvel fans are Marvel fans. That's what I'm saying about a movie. Do a badass action movie that even in the white, I could care less if they see us or not, but we're just talking general Hollywood. I'm talking capitalism to Hollywood. 
You know what I'm right. saying? If we're going to, because if we say, well, that we ain't about capitalism, this and that, then they shouldn't even do a movie. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? No, we, we want them to do, do a movie. movie. We, yeah. we want to see that updated. You know, I would love to, you know, every 10, 15 years, they come out with a new Batman, a new Spider-Man. Oh, I'd yeah. be like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know why? Because there's another generation that don't know Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and they are educating this next generation on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing with this Harriet Tubman movie. And mm-hmm. all I'm saying is that we need to feel a level of responsibility and accountability to make sure that they're doing it correctly. Make sure that they're being accurate. Make sure they're not whitewashing slavery. Make sure that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, um, <laughs> our heroes are not handled and treated mm-hmm. lightly. You know, because there wasn't nothing light about her. Nothing at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. But, you know, nothing that's that's the whole problem. To me, that's the whole problem when we don't, it goes back to what you said, when we don't not only support our own but begin to, manufacture our own. I really like that. I don't know if people are hip to sometimes I check out the Sundance channel and check out a lot of these independent artists, independent films that won award and a lot of them you'd be surprised how many Sundance winners are actually movies you've seen. You know right. what I'm saying? It was like, wow, this is right. an independent movie. This you mean to tell me these are independent people that have filmed this outside of big major and when I say independent, just outside of big motion major motion picture budget and money. They scraped together, they got together, and they filmed these films, and they're wonderful films. We, right. in, in order to really control the narrative of our thing, we really have to look at that and begin to support our artists' section of the movement. There's been no right. movement, there's been no revolution that has not had an artist's section. When we look at the revolution in the 60s and the 70s, uh, and we had the revolutionary movement, you know what I'm saying? Not just the slogans, not just the, that's why I tell people, you know, it didn't just, you know, what went into making the uh, badass Panthers and stuff like that was, you know, the whole movement. They weren't the movement. They were a party in the movement. And what went into that? The music, you know what I'm saying? The dress, the lingo. The, the artist at that time, the hairstyle, the artist at that time, Everything. the music, you had James Brown, I'm Black, I'm Proud, you had, uh, yeah. I forget, uh, Nicka Giovanni, I mean, you had, uh, 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 man, it goes on, uh, what's her name, uh, Nia Simone, I mean, it just goes, the whole gamut of things it just goes on and on, what you had, so, I said you know, all that to you, uh, you talk about the artistic aspect. Um, I did my my Harriet Tubman. It was about two hours. Mm-hmm. I would spend the first twenty minutes doing um, like a uh, it was a poem, a twenty minute poem, and it just mm-hmm. spoke about you know her life, how she got here, um, meaning like how did she get to how was the harshness of her life um, that led to her being this way, and um, the first you know so I wrote it. And because I'm a writer, it was beautiful. And when it came to performing it, the hardest part of performing it wasn't memorizing 20 minutes of lines. It was not breaking down and crying at having to say the harshness of her life, of of having to repeat the atrocities that she went through. I had to train myself not to cry. 
because nothing about her cried. But me being in, and I think this was 2015, maybe, I couldn't imagine my life being that way. And I couldn't imagine my children having to go through what she went through as a child. And and this, unfortunately, wasn't even a unique story. The, the What was unique about it was the fact that she took action behind it, but the horrors that she suffered were not unique to her. They It was an African-American horror story, and I had to train and learn not to break down in the middle of this performance, and that was the hard wow. part. That's how hard it was. That's mm-hmm. how bad it was. And mm-hmm. so for me, you can't trivialize that. You can't that's not an easy thing. You can't make that light. You can't make that go away. So it is so important that if you're going to capture and say that it's Harriet Tubman, you better do it. You've got to do it. You cannot call it Harriet Tubman, and it's really Susu Baker, okay? You can't do it, okay? <laughs> right, so, right. And, and I don't know how you can put that on TV. I don't know how you can put that on a movie. I think that's, that's the challenge. That's you know. So, so you know. my thing is, oh, okay, you going to tell the real story? I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested in the real story. You know, but what's the, I think that's the, you said it all. That's the challenge. How do you put it on TV? How do you capture? Because you can get the historic facts. I mean, as much as you can capture anyway in that amount of time allowed it for you to put right. somebody that, you know, or that magnitude or that stature in, 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 in such a time frame. But even if you got as closely as you could to historical facts, you were as correct as you knew could be possible. How do you capture the spirit of that? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I think that people, yeah, because it's all about if I don't know the historic facts, you know what I'm saying, um, and somehow you have the fact checkers say oh, they, all the facts are there. It is historic. How do you capture, capture the spirit of that? You know, and I and I was, I you know, I wish I would have somebody call in. We're coming down to our last minutes of the show. There again, you're listening to the People's Black Panther Party Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's uh, independent talk, man. Call in. We're talking about the Harriet Tubman movie and just the whole. Uh, dynamics of it all in every aspect of black social existence, you know, and it's real. I know people might say, oh, man, come on, it's a movie. It can't be. You're talking about in every aspect of black social existence, exactly, because it's very real. We're at a point where it's so critical for us. You know, if you're dealing with the people that have been fighting about what to call themselves for a hundred of years from black, color, right, exactly, and change it every 20 that means everything that we introduce into yeah. our culture is critical. There is no small thing, even down to this thing, what they talk about, Sharky song. What is that, Sharky Shark? Or is that baby everything? Shark? Baby Shark. Everything. I'm telling you, in my time, it was watching kids, it was Barney. I never tried. Man, if you don't turn that dinosaur off, I don't like the vibrations. <laughs> I don't trust it. What is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Little things like so everything affects us. 
you know, when you become conscious, are you conscious? And I simply say, like I tell people, conscious simply means to become aware. You know, when you become aware, uh, then it's your responsibility. In fact, it's an obligation to, to do something about it, to change the state, you know, um, and, and you're going to be compelled to do something because the vibration is going to just rub you the wrong way. So it's the same thing about this. If the Harriet Tubman movie is rubbing us the wrong way, then the next thing is like what the director proposed, the question she, you know, put out there, what do you want to do about it? You know, what are we going to do about it? And not just, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to be on us now. Okay, here come Brother Yang. You know Brother Yang wants to get off the radio without saying, hollering at his people, saying something about black folk. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to say this. Here's the thing, and I'm not talking about that because it bothered you now and with that reactionary thing. Now we're ready to do something in 30 months, 60 days, 90 days, we on to the next thing, you know, which easy to do. And the way that happens is because we get fixated on one issue and not the big picture of the dehumanization, the bad images and stuff, and the betrayal of black people by black by, by Hollywood. That's the bigger picture. We'll get on this movie, then we'll forget, then they'll bring out another movie, Sucker in the Hoods, Bit, Bad Bitch Part 2. You know what I'm saying? And then we want to get on Suckers in the Hood, Bad Bitch Part 2 is black exploitive. This, then we're on to the next movie. When we have to dress, when you won't find one, you don't even find negative portrayals about the Jews now because they came up with a whole league. They came up with a whole league, the Anti-Defamation League. Jews right. came up with a whole league, and they'll sue your ass. They'll sue you for That's everything. Right. They will sue you, keep Please. you in court. Whether Please. you win, lose, or draw, they're going to tie you up in court. They came and up with sure a whole that, league. And make sure that movie never gets out. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you're going to sneak the movie out. <laughs> no, it's tied <laughs> in court, too. Yeah, it's tied up in court. court. Yeah, so ain't no money. So by that time, your motion picture and bail just like, man, this is a tank. I can't keep investing yeah. in this. Your life is ruined. Now you're on the ADL list, and Jews have started positioning themselves in place. And when you get on that list, even if you ain't a Jew, you don't want the pressure from them so they ain't going to mess with you. You'd be like, but Charlie, exactly. we went to school together. You're not even, you don't even like the Jews. Like, yeah, but Jesus. I can't fight them. Right. <laughs> I can't find them. We don't understand the power of collectiveness. Well, it's our black league. We need a BDL, a black defamation league. We don't want this image. You know what I'm saying? A defamation of our character and our image, and we start doing boycotts, and we start launching nationwide boycotts of movie theaters that play this movie and directors that do the movie watching other films and people who sponsor this and commercials that air and, and, and sponsor, yeah. Like defamation, like Absolutely. when we think collectively, then people—that's yep, right. when they start recognizing your power. Like, oh hell, right? You know, this. So we can, you can like the movie, you can dislike the movie, and they, and what the directors say, you know, what the people at uh, Hollywood are saying about it. You have to go see it to if you like it or dislike it. Just keep your chin. I could care right. less if you like it or dislike it. You got to go see it, not to right. like it. Just go see it right. at least once. Just at least once go see the damn movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they even got, I watched, yeah, I watched two critics. No, no. I watched the black guy, then I watched the white mm-hmm. woman. And she was just, oh, it's the best movie. And this woman is, you got to go see it. And if you don't like it, you should at least see it once 
to have a fair assessment. I said, uh huh, that's what I was waiting on. No, no, how about this? This remember when they were telling people to buy the Kaepernick shirt to burn it. I said, Wait a minute. Yeah. Who who came up with this yeah. great idea? Great you idea. Mad? You're mad, yeah, go buy the shirt. Shirt sales through the roof yeah. so that you can go burn it. I said, Ooh, y'all not paying attention. Not paying it. No, they not never do. <laughs> they never do. Catch them on sentiment. Get the people okay. on their emotions, yes. boy. You can hit their pockets. Yes. You know, church yes. been doing it for years, right? I ain't getting on the church, but church been doing it for years. Get the people in their emotions. You can get mm-hmm. in their pockets. Yes. And I said, buy the shirts so you can burn the shirts. Buy the shirts mm-hmm. so you can burn them. So you can burn the shirts. It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm telling you. Tragedy, this is that the sentiment of people. I remember after 9-11. You know, you know, I right. you know, read and write a little bit Arabic. They, the State Department was hiring. You know, they come to me. I said, man, ain't no point. You know, when they come to the match, I said, I'm a felon and all that. Oh, well, just wait around. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me I can't get on the back of a garbage truck? Right, right, right. Because of my right. felony, but I can sit somewhere and read papers from Tyran? Man, if you don't get away from me, yeah. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I can't get on the back of a garbage truck to feed my family. Right. But I can sit somewhere, you know, so I'm telling you, but that's what everybody was hyped. So, and, and us as a people, you know, we don't, I'm, I hate to say take advantage of certain things, but you have to. Let's be realistic. So in this, when everybody's going through their sentiment and everybody's choosing their sides, we better choose our side and stick together. Quit trying to be the people that are always disarming uh, trying to be the people that are always disarming to make everybody feel comfortable, and I'm the cool black guy, or I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm the get along with black chick. You know what I'm saying? We got to quit doing that. Everybody choose a side. Choose your side. You know, hey, I'm on my side, and safety in numbers. You know, if the sister, if you coming home and, and leaving work, you see the sister walk to the, hey, girl, can I walk to the car with you? Let's walk to the car together. Brother, same thing. Yo, man, you headed my way. She's a stroll, man. How you, man? My name's so-and-so, so-and-so. Choose your side. Stick together. Safety in numbers. They're crazy out there. They're going out there. It's so crazy that even Hollywood is capitalizing on the sentiment and giving you a black superhero and, and playing on the sentiment of racial tension. Now, Harriet Tubman's mm-hmm. coming out bad and a black woman. Oh man, it's mm-hmm. great. Man, listen, let me tell you, check. What's your move, Black if Hollywood said check, right. I know this is what you want. Right. Right. You know, and if it isn't, it has at least stirred controversy enough to bring in a few billion dollars. Now here's my right. thing. Yeah, because that's happened. You know what I'm saying? They got right. their at least, at least trillions. So that's happened. You know, are they gonna get at least their trillions? So with that happen, what is the proactive move? us as a mass of black people are going to make? Are we really going to start looking into our artisan section of the movement, really trying to right. look for that next talent, discovering, right. find, when we find that next talent, that unknown talent, getting behind that brother or sister, really promoting their art, turning people onto them like, yo, I discovered this great director. I saw this awesome movie they directed. You got to check it out. Put it out there. If you're the leader of these parties and got these platforms, putting them on platforms, like we got shows, coming out with the People's Party will be coming out with some videos soon. Yeah. Got our cameras up and running, Minister Information coming back on board, so we're going to have a show. We want to eventually have shows where we showcase this and do black cinema. This is what, and not just uh, 
uh, mainstream or popular black cinema, but a lot of these undiscovered, unknown talent that is out there just waiting to explode, and all they need is the push or the exposure. You know, and I'm encouraging us to do that because it is time for us to take back our image, black people. Absolutely. Gotta take that back. Absolutely. You know. What do you, what, you say absolute. So absolutely. With that, we're coming down in our last minute. You know, there was anything you wanted to say. Well, you know, I, I always, I'm a big uh, do for self kind of person. Mm-hmm. I believe in actively educating uh, the youth, our community, ourselves. I would much rather have us continue to do our own um, historic information and education rather than leaving that up to mainstream um, the school systems and that everything like that. I do believe it's the parent slash the community's responsibility to do those primary educations. Um, so when Harriet Tubman movies do come out, our children already have a frame of reference. And I'm not just talking about two or three lines, but I'm talking about a real understanding of who she is. You know, um, we our our people need to know our children need to know who their heroes are. You mm-hmm. know, if you I have had many a conversation with um an other and they'll tell you all their family heroes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'll tell you which ones hunted, farmed, who was a carpenter, who did this, who founded this bank, whatever. Ask a, an average African American, they don't know outside of their mom or their dad, maybe mm. grandma. And yeah. obviously in our communities, maybe dad. But, mm. you know, they don't have, we don't have this rich history, and we need it. So, you know, I would encourage people, before you go to the movie, if you go, if you don't go, I think you owe it to yourself and to your children to do a response, to do an education on who she is and who she was to us. And um, do your own education. And then I think that that takes away some of the bite of uh, mass media trying to do it. Right. Do your own work so you don't complain about others doing it for you. Absolutely. Hey, I I, I don't think I could have said it better. And ending it on a better note, do your own work so you don't have to complain about others doing it for you. If that isn't self-determination broke all the way down in its simplest form, I don't know what it is. So on that, we're going to leave you on that. Do your own work so you don't have to complain about others doing it for you. I'm your uh, national chairman, Yang Nkrumah, with our national director of operations, Mother Seven. And next time we'll we'll check you next time next Sunday. And I believe it is you probably you're gonna hear from me again. You know what? You get a double dose, another dose of Yanga next Sunday. We may we may talk it out with Chief. He may make up for those people that. Probably called in specifically to listen to Chief. That's why ain't nobody hitting one. I know I usually get one or two. You know, everybody thinking, hey, where's the smart guy? Smart guy. <laughs> smart guy didn't know her tonight. So, uh, you know, but maybe I'll catch you next week. With that, I'm going to leave you as I greeted you. All power to the people, all power to oppressed people, African power to an African people, and black power.